Transparency Talks podcast is brought to you today by the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine, a magazine for teens by teens, which discusses the latest fashion, entertainment, trends, financial literacy, bullying, school, sex trafficking, the health and wellness of teens and young adults, and so much more. Join Teen Brothers founders Christian and DeCorey Robinson and so many other young adults that are defying the odds by subscribing to the online and paperback magazine and listen to Defiant One's Teen Podcast on all podcast platforms today. For more information, go to www.defiantonesmag.com. Once again, that's defiantonesmag.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, Butterby Rocka. Listen, we have an amazing show for you today. I actually went to an event, a networking event, and saw this young man, and I was blown away by his mind, by his creativity. Like, he's super, super dope. He is award-winning film director. Can you guys show some love for Jeffrey J. Squared Jackson? What's going on? How you doing, King? good how about yourself i'm doing pretty good um like i had just mentioned prior i met you well i actually didn't actually speak to you because after the event so many people was walking over to you i actually did not have a chance to physically speak to you which one remote um it was the place that was i don't know where the place was Mm. um but not Buckhead. Oh, on set. It had to be on set or it had to be Buckhead Theater for Revolt. On set. On yeah, set. yeah. On set. Yeah. It was my first time going there and I had a chance to meet you. And well, again, I had the chance to see your work and I was absolutely blown away by um, by everything that I saw. So I want to dive right in, right on in. Can you tell everybody a little bit about your background? Um, born and raised from Atlanta, Georgia. Same house we doing this podcast in. Same house I was born in, or lived in all my life. Um, grew up playing baseball, playing sports. Dad played in the NFL, uh, so sports was real. Like, you know, that was like driven for my career. So played baseball up college. End up giving that up, picking up film, and then I started doing that full time. So I started in the music industry, as you can see, a couple plaques around me. But started in the music industry then. Um, from there, I want to do films because music videos is cool, but I want to go bigger. So, okay, mm-hmm. I actually did a couple of shows with Vito before he got um, his deal. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. Vito. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it is a big. It's a big jump from going from sports to getting into the filming industry. So, mm-hmm. what made you want to jump? 
Um, ain't gonna lie, I was majoring in education. So, because I mean, like being a college athlete, you needed to find the easiest major because you know sports is gonna take up a lot of time. Then I was pledging, so that was another thing. So, um, I think what happened was I got hurt my sophomore year, um, and. You know, our sports information director had came to me. He was like, yo, we got all this extra equipment in here. So we came up with the idea, like, let's make it ESPN for school. So when we did that, um, you know, I started picking up the camera and I just started shooting my team because I was hurt, but I still had to travel. So I'm like, I might as well just start shooting them. And then from there, you know, I self-taught myself everything on YouTube. Um, and then, you know, I started taking it full time. Then when I transferred to Georgia State, from Lincoln and Missouri, that's when I started majoring in it. But I mean, schools don't really teach you film, to be real. They teach you the philosophies, they teach you the theories, but they don't teach you how to actually create a film, if that makes sense. We taking a pause for the calls. Just your girl, Butter B. Rocker. Man, I ain't testing you. I'm trying to grow an elephant and live the best with you. And keep that smile on. 
yeah. it's like my energy My heart shows why you steady, see the best of me Let's take this love on the heavy end climb Making haters just lose their mind And I can't leave you alone, I'm like a hood drone I got a Jones for your body and your skin tone Love songs on the phone, that's your ringtone With all this talk about me and you being grown And yo, it's getting to me So I can put all of my peas in the pot And do the double rain thing, you believe it or not Word, me and you will start making some noise And get the filling up a couple voids And I can't leave you alone, I'm like a hood drone I got a Jones for your body and your skin tone Love songs on the phone, that's your ringtone With all this talk about me and you being grown And yo, it's getting to me So I can put all of my peas in the pot And do the double rain thing, you believe it or not Word, me and you will start making some noise And get the filling up a couple voids Let's make it work, uh. I started in the filming industry just recently, 2021, when COVID happened. Um, I'm an international touring artist. And when COVID happened, of course, it shut everything down. So you can't tour. Yeah, not at all. You got to figure out your life. And Mm -hmm. so I started with my first feature film. I've never written a short. Short seems so hard to me. As I said, I don't know how. I feel like, I mean, I can see how it could be hard because you like, um, you know, you're trying to compact like a long story into something like under 10 minutes, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's easiest to shoot, but you just got to keep people intrigued. Like, you know, you only got they, or you only got them for 10 minutes. So it's like, how can I make them walk away? You know what I mean? How, how can I impress them within this 10 minutes? You know what I mean? It can't be like a, oh, I got to tell every little detail. Some stuff people got to assume. So you got to like, you know what I mean? Make it interesting. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I initially was going to do web series. So I had already wrote 13 episodes. And then when I found out the cost to be able to get the quality that I wanted, it was like, okay, I'm gonna have to scale this down. So I scaled it to a feature. But to do a a short, I really want to do a short. It just seems so hard to tell that story. But you masterfully did it in Mama. The, the film that I saw and I was like what and it was so deep it was detailed like to the T from the background everything in this you was very detailed with making sure that it was current to what you was trying to portray. Yeah and- now, it was it was it was a big thing for me to you know I mean make it relevant for like my generation more than anything. So like the wardrobe I had to have the wardrobe to a T. I mean, even the hairstyles. Um, so it's like that was that was my whole goal. Like the couches that we saw on the last scene where the mom got caught. I mean, where the mom caught him leaving outside. Um, those were the same couches I had growing up as a kid. And oh my, wow! You know I mean, so I went on Facebook. Me and my mom found them on Facebook. You know, it was like the little details I had to make sure that we had in there. I got a lot of people that ask me like, "Why the mom was so mean? Why was?" I was like, "That's what it was. That's what we. That's what we witnessed growing up. It wasn't." I mean, it's nothing that was lies. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I ain't gonna say no one beat me because I don't want her to. You know what I mean? I don't want defects to come back. <laughs> right, especially yeah. nowadays. I had my punishment though. Right, right. Um, again, the 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 film was was 
crafted so nice and i love the narrative that you did you you did some special techniques of even how i don't really want to give you a film away it's cool i mean they're gonna go watch it anyway okay you did some techniques you know from even not showing her face and mm -hmm. and i mean it was just so many things that i noticed that i was like okay this is dope this is really really dope what was it like putting the film together um to be real what like coming up with the idea or mm -hmm. coming up with the idea and then so, i want to talk about filming it actually so the idea came about i was on set um and we had like a little boy that was it was a music video and the little boy was like i guess the music video was based around a little boy but like when we stopped filming he was just bad as hell like it's just bad and I'm just right like, you know what i mean i'm like hey like if that was me you know i would been got snatched up you know what I mean? So I'm like, and so I call my mom. I'm like, cause my mom like my that's that's my second brain. I gotta I gotta call her before I put anything up. So I was like, what if I made a film about uh, you know, like all the phrases y'all used to say? And we literally sat on the phone. I'm in the middle of a shoot, sat on the phone, coming up with like the phrases. We'll do it. And she like, yeah. So then one day, you know, I was taking a nap, and I just woke up, opened my laptop, just start typing a script. It's like sat there and then closed my laptop when I was done. And I was like, all right, cool. And I sent my brother Ty and I was like, all right, you know, take a look at it, you know, make some tweaks, add it. You know what I mean? He added, he added some good things like the conversation with his, with the mom and the cards. Like nobody realized, but she's talking about the show Golden Girls. I grew up at my auntie Wonder house. We used to go to her house after school and she'll have Golden Girls playing all day. And I'm like, I probably want to watch this. So, you know what I mean? That was like little elements that I put in there. It was like that it made sense. You know what I mean? It, it still stuck to me. It spoke to me. Um, but yeah, coming up with it was like the easy part. We taking a pause for the cause. But before I do, I like to give a special shout out to you. Thank you so much for contacting me in my DMs, on my email. I appreciate you guys for showing me so much love.
by indie artists. We are looking for that fire. So if you got that heat and want international exposure for your next single, contact our team for submissions details. Exposure in Italy, London, Japan, South Africa, Nigeria, and Canada. Serious inquiries only on Instagram and Facebook at Transparency Talks Podcast. The idea of like not showing her face and stuff that came from like, you know, you used to watch Cartoon Network, Tom and Jerry, Curse, Cowardly Dog, all them cartoons. We never saw the mom face. We never saw the parents face. Mm-hmm. We always hear their voice, so we see like the back of them, even on uh, Dexter, uh, Dexter uh, Laboratory. We never saw, you know, we never saw the parents' face. So it was like, right. I want to do something like that. You know what I mean? I want to see, I want to get creative where it's like, okay, we're making like this powerful, um, this powerful character. And it's just like, we never have to show their face. We're just going to let her actions, let her words, let her dialogue be the power. You know what I mean? So, um, that was a challenge trying not to show her face, but shout out to Leslie who played the mom, Leslie Sawyer, but she, she's like a, she's a great actress. You know what I mean? And it was like, dang, like, I really wish I could show your face because you, you got it. You know what I mean? You hard. So, um, it was cool. It was cool doing that. But I guess the biggest thing was the race against time. Um, so we did, that was a 12 hour day. So we did do a pickup shoot. Um, and that's where we shot the McDonald's scene. But the McDonald's scene was never, we shot that in the parking lot. We never went by McDonald's. Um, really? Yeah, I got it on Instagram. I dropped like a whole director's um, set reflections on Instagram. And they basically pretty much tell you like some of the secrets. I still ain't tell all the secrets. And I tell you one of the secrets. If we go back and we watch the Food Depot scene, that Food Depot sign was never in the center. That Food Depot sign was like 15 feet off the left. Oh, wow. Yeah, what we did when we edited it is we copied, we basically cut the Food Depot sign out, made it bigger because it just looked so much better when it was symmetrical with them walking. You know what I mean? It made the world feel like huge. Um, right. So we did that. Um, what else is something that we did? Um, we came up with the voiceover thing. Okay, so I don't know. Have you seen my first short film, Mindfuck? No. All right, I'm sh- I'm gonna send you the link. So Mindfuck was like my debut film, and that was okay. like, you know, what I mean, that got people like Jeff. We need you more. We want Mindfuck Part Two, um, whatever. So that got me like good buzz. I went on revolt. So the thing with Mindfuck, the sound design on it was so great because Mindfuck is basically it's about the morning after a one night stand, but it's all country stops, so it's no dialogue. Hmm. So a lot of the film, what make the film is not only what we see on camera, but is what we hear. So. Shout out my brother Demetrius. He um versus media. He do all my sound design. He do any of my audio, like anything. I trust him with everything. So we had a sound design session for Mindfuck. And me and him literally, like, you know, we didn't have no sound in it or nothing. We literally sat there for like three hours, just cooked up sound. It was like we just bounced back and forth ideas. So with Mama, you know, we watched the film and was like, nah, it's missing something. So we came up with the idea, like, let's make these little voiceovers like Home Alone or uh, Everybody Hates Chris. And that's where we hear Sincere, our teenage actor, he going like, you know, this is my mama's house. You know what I mean? She always could swear she cooked. Oh, you know, stuff like that. Right. And we added so much to the film, but we also added like, we never thought about on the part where he's sneaking out the house, having somebody on the other end of the phone. We was just thinking about having the car pull up. So I got um, one of my close friends, Yurik, 
he did actually did the voiceovers for mine for great comedian, great actor. Um, I called him when I was at Demetrius' house. He's just like standing mix. He called me every morning, 9 a.m. What we doing? What, let's work on the script. So he called me that day and I'm like, I'm over here working on the sound for mama. And I'm like, hey, actually pull up. I need you to do some voiceovers. And I told him, I was like, look, I need you to act like you're on the other end of the phone when he's sneaking out the, out the house. And he literally cooked it up on spot. He was like, wait, nah, this ain't good. And I'm like, bro, that is, that's probably the funniest part on the film. He was like, um, when he was like, man, you know my mom tripping. He cut him out like, ah, yeah, my mom always tripping. Come on. You know what I mean? Everybody love that part. They like it's funny, and he's just like, bro, like I literally wanted 15 more minutes to come up with something better. And I'm like, nah, it's perfect. But yeah, the sound design um, played a big part in like all my films, and that's kind of like I like doing like different shots. You know what I mean? Like the plate, you saw we had the plate rig to the camera where she pushed the plate. Um, the overhead shot on the bed, the crane shot to start the film, and everything. You know what I mean? So it's like basically like that. Go back to what I was telling you about making a short film. You gotta find different ways to keep people intrigued. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Come doing the regular old, they can't cross the one A line. I, they taught us all that in film school, but none of that mattered because you can't teach creativity. Right. I feel like if once you start making rules and laws for creativity, then are you really being creative or are we really about them by the rules? Right. I mean, so that's why I keep pushing the limits. That's why a lot of stuff I'm gonna go against what people don't want. I mean, what people or what's norm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? What's norm? I'm gonna keep going against it as far as like concepts, as far as technicality or whatever, you know what I mean? That's just what I wanna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's been the struggles of being a filmmaker um, with no network or distribution yet? Funding, that's number yeah. one. Like, I mean, I tell people every day, like you can't really wait, you can't wait on it, you gotta go get it, you know what I mean? So like, I say right now, I, I told you, I didn't know if I was gonna be back in time, but right now, I started like a transportation company where I go to uh, Alabama every morning at 3 a.m. Drop off some uh, packages to a warehouse and come right back every morning. And all that money is going towards my next film. You know what I mean? My first film, my fuck, I got that money by, um, you know, I had quit my job at Delta, which was a great, it was a good job. Um, cash in my 401k, cash in the stocks that I had. And I put the bread up for my film to make that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and mama was just like money that I had and you know right now we slow in the industry with filmmakers so it's like was it really was it really the perfect time to do that no but do I regret it no you know what I mean because the film is doing what it need to do but I guess funding was the biggest thing trying to find these networks to believe in you and I'm the type of person I really don't want an investor yeah but I don't want nobody to take why do I want you to take 50% of an idea I came up with you take yeah. credit for something that I created yeah. Just because you got the money, you know what I mean? It's like hanging, you ever seen a man holding a uh, dollar on a fishing pole? It's kind of mm -hmm. like that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I want, I want full control over everything, whether it's like creativity, whereas, whether it's like ownership. So yeah. that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing is just like the funding. It's yeah. like, where do we get the funding? You know what I mean? How do we get these networks believing me? You know, yeah. Revolt, Revolt kind of been like a good platform for me because they, you know, they love the work that I've been sending them and they love, you know what I mean? We kind of built this relationship off my first short film, so. We taking another pause for the cause. It's your girl, Butterby Rocker. This is King Malachi with power, everybody. Representing that ATL, yeah. I feel like fifth and I got the power. I shall be rolling in a ghost more power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like fifth and I got the power. I should be rolling in a ghost more power. Real new, make a toast. 
write shit like this, I ain't trying to get a check. I just came here to spit, inflate my respect. I'm the truth, no What you thought I'm feeling like Biggie right now. I'm that large, I'm still here strong in this music front after law. Born to be done, fuck George, I'm the real King Kong. Rampage in each track, why spans like that? With design on my feet, why I'm fly like that? Malachi wear on my, on my, like a baby diaper. I'm the cypher, y'all just rapping it, I'm the hardest from beginning to end, and I'm talking about the beginning of all creation, to me y'all all just sanitation, papa, I turn like doorknobs, heart drop, yes, these women say that I'm the best, country, God in the flesh, I used to live in New York, piss, project stuff, I'm all in Atlanta like the martyr, I done been riding real dirty on the martyr, authentic artist, y'all better guard them, I'm about to be large as fuck, like the I feel like fifth in the mirror. I got the power. I shall be rolling in a ghost more power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like fifth in the mirror. I got the power. I shall be rolling in a ghost more power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. The flight's guard in the south with extended clout. I'ma spit them bars till I lay down your mama house. I'm from Carolina, cornbread at my mama house. I can shoot down a deer, drag that bitch to my mama house. When I spit, it's like a llama out. My pen don't miss. I'm on that green arrow shit. I'm on everybody out. And I'm closing in fast. I'm a brand new Rory with my jealous on the gas. I'm feeling like Nas on some flash. Kiss when I spit this fast. And like I said, trip. Pun with a love this He probably be like, hot me from the south that nice. On my dirt road flow Flow immaculate like the president. Air Force One on some other shit. It's me, Malachi, OG, Mali. I'm feeling like the new Wally. I feel like fifth in the mirror. I got the power. I shall be rolling in a ghost more power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like fifth in the mirror. I got the power. I shall be rolling in a ghost more power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. Yeah. And now back to our scheduled program. I know exactly what you mean. I funded my own film too. I I did go to people and say, hey, you know, I'm gonna start writing films and, and directing and producing and everything. And they like, yeah, we know you from the music world. We do not know you doing films. Um, we are not giving you no money. <laughs> so I had to put it up myself. I had a cast of 34 and oh my God, it was such a struggle, but it was the best struggle, you yeah. know, being my own boss being creative and doing what I wanted to do in my film. Now, what I did find that was a little hard for me, and it might not have been as challenging for you, is because I was brand new uh, and I had a I had a cast and some of the crew, well, the crew and some of the cast that, you know, knew I was new, I had people kind of like trying to tell me what to do on my project. Yeah. And I think, I think females get that anyway, so you might not have had that. And then you extra tall and yeah. They probably didn't try you like they tried me. No, I mean, like I got a, I got a good, I got a good crew that I go with with everything. Like, I got my boy Mike Preston, Chris Watkins. You know what I mean? Like those my go to, like top two people. They gonna play whatever role on set. Mike is a solutionist. That's his yeah. role. not a real film star, but he's a uh, he's a solutionist. You know what I mean? He can figure anything out. He gonna he gonna play multiple, wear multiple hats and mm-hmm. get the job done. Um, and then Chris, same way. Chris, 
AD that film, Chris colored the film, Chris did a little bit of art department, Chris helped with me on some of the creative notes. So we got like a little pack between uh, amongst us three that we, you know I mean? We kind of got like this family oriented uh, relationship then. I got, you know, like people like Leek White, you know, my brother Ty that helped, uh, that wrote the script. So it's just like, we build this community around us where it's like a, we gonna lift as we climb, you know what I mean? Lift as we climb, help each yeah. other. You know what I mean? It's not like a, all right, y'all gonna help me make it, then I'm gonna leave y'all down. Cause it's like, I told them, you know what I mean? If I was to get a network deal, get some type of deal, I'm bringing y'all with me. I don't want them to bring like these Hollywood studio folks working. You know what I mean? I want my crew. You know yeah. I mean? We have fun on set. Like we real deal. We make, whether it's a music video, commercial, funeral, wedding, whatever. We gonna have fun doing it because that's what we like to do on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we got that kind of, we got that relationship. We've been rocking with each other like four or five plus years um, with it. So, and that's pretty much our pack. So, but I mean, even with the cast, all the cast members I worked with was the first time I ever worked with them. Um, mm. That was that was another struggle for the film. We had a cast director, but I wasn't. I'm real particular and picky on, you know, what I mean what I want or what yeah. I want when it comes yeah. to it's certain things. You know what I mean? So like, I just wasn't feeling none of the cast that she was sending. I was like, all right. So once again, I called my mom. Like, yo, like, I need a little boy to play this film. And she called, she was like, she started thinking. She was like, I got a sorority sister who um who got this little boy and he's full of personality. And that was Gavin. That was our uh our little boy in the film. And I'm like, yeah. all right, dude, that's a start. So then I wanted all three of our males to kind of like relate to each other in some type of way, even though they didn't look too much alike, but they had mm -hmm. the you know what I mean, certain qualities. So right. then from there we found Sincere through Creed, uh, one of my producers. He had found Sincere, then uh, he found Amafika, our grown man. And then from there, it was just like everything just started falling apart and falling in place. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was, I mean, you kind of got to like, I wouldn't say put your foot down because at the end of the day, you want to be open to certain ideas. Like, right. um, like I even asked him, like if we look back at the dinner scene, I had asked um, the DP before we, sh we shot it one time and I'm like, wait, what if we rack focus from her putting, from him sitting at the dinner table? And then when she slapped the mashed potatoes on the plate, what do we rack focus there and keep racking back? And I'm like, I asked him, I'm like, is that corny? He was like, nah, that's really a great idea. And I was like, all right, cool. So sometimes it's good to like have that collaboration between them. It's, it's, I would say it's a bad thing if they not giving you any type of feedback just because mm -hmm. they don't care. And I mean, mm -hmm. I don't work sets with first time directors and it's like, we just there for a check. It's like, yeah. right, we just gonna be here. We ain't gonna really too much talk, but I guess it's the way that they give the the feedback or the ideas that, you know what I mean? With however it's translated could speak, you know what I mean, different ways, but collaboration is good on set. You know what I mean? Even from the PAs, the PA can tell me something. Sometimes people gonna look at a PA and like, shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. But sometimes mm -hmm. PAs are inspiring directors and they gonna yeah. have good ideas. Everybody's creative in their own way. So it's like, um, I always, that's in, in our meeting from mama, I'm like, I'm open to collaboration. You know I mean? I'll, I'm open to any ideas. Everything that I have is not like, we have set to, it, yeah, it's not set the stone. Like we can, we can switch this up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just open ears. You know what I mean? I want this to be fun. I want everybody to be proud of what we create. So, um, that's something I always, always pitch. 
taking a pause for the cause. Listen, this is one of my singles entitled Strange Love featuring Homer Mack. Subscribe today at YourBestLifestyles.com, a prescription for better health through an active lifestyle. This podcast highlights lifestyle-related diseases and chronic conditions that can stop or slow activities of daily living. Everything from human movement and performance, nutrient, joint pain, back pain, pre- and post-rehabilitation strategies, posture, flexibility, and more. Whether you're a competitive athlete or not, handicapped or disabled, we will highlight the benefits of great health and wellness with some of the top medical doctors, physical therapists, chiropractors, athletic trainers, dietitians, nutritionists, 
and other expert clinical professionals in their field to promote and advocate that everyone have a better quality of life. Subscribe today at YourBestLifestyles.com. Once again, that's YourBestLifestyles.com. What are some of your favorite things about working in the film and music industry? Because you do both like me. Um, Film, I would say just like the final product, just looking like what I'm actually creating. Because it's like growing up watching all these movies, I'm like, how did they do that? And it's like, right. how I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Um, the final product, um, experimenting. You know what I mean? A lot of these things be experiment. You know what I mean? Experimental. Like we just come up with stuff on the fly sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it on film. And then on the music side, I think my biggest thing is helping the record grow. Like and capturing. I mean, just seeing like the small stuff that certain people do mm-hmm. that help a record grow. You know what I mean? It could be something as simple as a BTS picture. It could be something as simple as, oh, I think for the promo, we should get this person to do an Instagram skit. You know what I mean? Just thinking like of the small things that can help something blow uh, part of the marketing side. Like it's a lot of people that are marketing geniuses when it comes to to, like the music side. And that's what I've been trying to do on my film side. Like every day I've been dropping something um, for Mama. You know what I mean? Like I I said, I'm going to do a VHS tape for every film that I drop, short film or feature. Cause that's what we grew up on. Then I mm-hmm. said, um, like doing like the little set reflections, doing the BTS, you know what I mean? Just showing people like, okay, this was the process. You know what I mean? Cause people going right. to ask, but it's like, they maybe never get the chance to ask or whatever. Cause a lot of people was curious why I never showed them on face. And the, act- the actress, Leslie, she didn't know. Until mm. I on Instagram, she was like, you know, I was real curious why my face was never being shown. She was like, I didn't know if I, just wasn't appealing or something, you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, that's just what the part was. Like, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Um, but she had plenty of chances to for me to show her face in other films. Okay. So, do you have plans to do feature films? Oh yeah, I'm working on two right now that uh, I'm writing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they're gonna be they're gonna be great. <laughs> I believe that I do. So it, it, your mom is very instrumental in your life, mm-hmm. especially dealing with your films and everything. Does your dad also play a role in your filming industry? Yeah, yeah he do. He, um, so he actually works in the film industry. He does transpo, which is like uh, anything involving driving uh, on set. So yeah. like right now he on uh, Captain America, and he's I think he's driving one of the actors. Um, so yeah, he. He pretty active in there. He collect a bunch of old school cars. So um, a lot of times music videos, we need old school cars or whatever the case may be. And he a lot of times do that. But Has he been able to, do you think that him being a pro athlete has been able to help you in get further in any of the careers in the entertainment? Uh, not necessarily. Because when he played in the 80s, it was, you know, it was different back then. No social yeah. media. They wasn't probably getting the contracts. I, I know they weren't getting contracts. These players nowadays get. Mm-hmm. It was just a whole different. You know what I mean? It's a whole different era of time. So, not necessarily. Um, but I guess it is something that I should think about trying to use for my advantage. But I don't. I don't really know how it could. You know what I mean? How it could work for my advantage? 
Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Okay, so your your company is called J Square Productions, mm-hmm. and your company does commercials, music videos, and films. Yep, and photography. Okay, and photography. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And what's next for you? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out because I I got like I got like ten films in a can, but like I said, it's the funding. Um, and I mean, the ideal thing I want to do for my birthday is I want to be on set filming another film. So I mean, right now I'm just running it up, trying to put some two and two together. You know what I mean? Make some shape. Um, I've had a couple A-list actors reach out to me uh, regarding my work. So I said the next film that I do, I have to have some type of star power. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just waiting on their schedule so we can, you know, finally sit down and put something together and figure out which one they want to be a part of. But um, yeah, next is really just films. I'm trying to be, I want to say I'm trying to get out music videos completely, but that's not my focus. You know what I mean? I, I'm just writing and conceptualizing, trying to get more um, films in the can so we can, um, you know what I mean? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to basically do what Tyler Perry doing, but with a Spike Lee style, you know what I mean? Right. Be my own studio, but putting out content that we actually like. You know what I mean? Our generation actually like. Don't get me wrong, Tyler Perry make good, you know what I mean, relatable stuff, but I'm just tired of it. We taking another pause for the cause. This your girl, Butter B. Rock, the Transparency Talks Podcast. This is La for Players with La La La.
If you like the show, then make sure to share your favorite episode and subscribe to the Transparency Talks podcast.
what advice could you give somebody that's starting out in this industry? Mm, just do it. Just go do it. Like, yeah. you're not going to be able to, starting out, you ain't going to be able to do what I'm doing. You know what I mean? This years working free music videos, years working, going on tour, actually creating lifestyle content, learning actually like about aesthetics and matching somebody's brand. Um, but just go out there and do it. Like just go shoot. Like you can't you can't read a book on how to be creative. You got to find your creativity. I yeah. can't teach you how to be creative. Then I'm giving you my sauce. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can help you. I can. I'm not saying don't reach out to me for help because I have people that do it all the time. I'm like, yeah, you come on set and just learn. You know what I mean? You come on set for a day um, with me, and I promise you, you'll be able to. You'll have the basic set knowledge. You know every type of stand, you know, all the language and terminology, you know what I mean? It won't, you won't walk away there and just be as ignorant as you were when you walk on set. So yeah. you really just gotta do it and don't be, don't necessarily be annoying when you're trying to, you know what I mean? Learn or get the opportunities, be be consistent, mm -hmm. but don't be annoying. You know what I mean? Like I'm telling you like, it's legit slow right now. I'll let you know something. I haven't forgot about you. I have not been working. So just, just chill out. You know what right. I mean? I when it's something to come on. But I mean, you'll definitely learn. But sometimes, like right now, why it's slow, this is the best time for you to go out and practice, experiment, shoot your own stuff. So that way, when it is time for it to pick up, then I can say, well, dang, you, you learned a lot. Like, now I, want to, I can pay you to come on set and mm -hmm. actually work an actual position. You know what I mean? Versus mm -hmm. um, you just sitting around waiting on the opportunity yeah yeah okay and i just have two more questions for you um what's your favorite memory from your career so far in the filming industry that's a good one hmm. i'm thinking let me think on that hold on favorite favorite moment I really don't know. <laughs> I don't really was, know. Was it seeing your project, your first project completely done? Because that was, for me, it was like surreal. Yeah, when that, it, I, that's, that's a good moment. But I think the other thing was like, okay, so I did the premiere for my fuck on my birthday, like July that just passed, 2022. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm nervous. I don't know if everybody gonna think it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like after, because the opening shot of the film is going to make you laugh regardless. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to make you, I, I, I'm going to let you go watch it. But the first shot of the film is going to make you laugh. So it's like, when I heard all the laughs in there, I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, all the nervousness went out. Then when we when I did, Revolt had a, a special premiere for us. Um, and I heard the same thing. I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know what I mean? So just seeing how, how much of a, I guess, how I'm basically making everybody laugh, you know what I mean? I was slick a class clown in uh, school, so it's like, all right, but seeing people laugh off your work like this is like a different feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was definitely an enjoyable moment to see like, okay, I just put out, I just went two for two on two projects that I solely executive produced, I solely funded, I solely created. Um, so, I mean, that's a good feeling just to see like, okay, I gotta keep going, you know what I mean? That's yeah information to say all right keep going don't stop yeah I, I can absolutely relate with my feature film i just had my premiere at studio movie grill sold out in two weeks That's seeing great. the crowd was like oh my god you know so, 
I can absolutely understand. Okay, so how can people follow you, reach you, book you? Uh, you follow me on Instagram at jeff.jsquared, Twitter at jeffjsquared, Jeff Luther King. I call myself Jeff Luther King because I be talking on Twitter. Okay. Can, yeah, I'm real. People say I got Twitter fingers, but I think I'm I think I'm the Twitter guy. But <laughs> other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. They can hit me on either or. Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to come and speak to me on Transparency Talks podcast. Like I said, when I saw you, I was very impressed. And um, I want to say when you do have another set, I would love to shadow you and, and see you in action because honestly, you're dope. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, everybody, we are out of here and we will talk to you guys later. Appreciate you having me. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. We are here each and every week. This is your girl, Butterbee Rocker. You can follow me on all social media at Transparency Talks Podcast, as well as Butterbee Rocker. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.